It's the True Achievements Podcast. On today's show... Divided opinion, we all take an extended look at Ubisoft's epic new multiplayer shooter. Fable becomes fiction, Legends is cancelled and Lionhead may close. Rocket League takes off on Xbox Ones everywhere. And we have pots of fun with Plants vs Zombies Garden Warfare 2. All this and more on your accidental climbing, Xbox upgrading, speed running, True Achievements podcast. Welcome to the True Achievements Podcast for March, and joining me today, as usual, I have Dave. Hello. And Jack. Hey. And um, let's get straight on to it. It's uh, Division time. We've always just been playing the Division, so we thought we'd start off by talking a bit about it. I picked it up on release day, which was yesterday, actually, but um, both of you played the beta, didn't you? Yeah, I, I, did. I didn't actually. Oh, okay. This is my first time too. Okay. So, so Dave, how has uh, how many how many hours have you put into it so far? In the game, probably so far about uh, probably tennis. Oh wow! Okay, a reasonable amount. Yeah. Um, and how does it differ to the beta? And uh, well, the the beta and the alpha both had the mission. Do you know the start where you set up your base? Yes. So that was the same, and then the one where you go get in the doctor. Right. Okay. So that was that was that was the same mission. I feel like I've done that a hundred times. <laughs> um, the only one real difference, I know, is something that we haven't done tonight before we came on. Is you know in the dark zone. Oh yeah, I haven't been there yet. So last time when we went, when I think me and Treasy went in last time uh, in the both the Alpha and the Beta, it, it seemed quite straightforward. There was a few AIs. There wasn't a great deal. It seemed to be quite quiet. Especially in the beta, and then when you were extracting, it, you just had to watch out, you know, for other players who might be go rogue and rob you stuff. Oh uh, right, okay. But last night, me and Treasy went in, and it seemed like the AI were a lot higher level. Than that, but Treasy was a higher level than me anyway, so I don't know if it scaled it up to. Yeah, him. probably. But when we extracted, we just got absolutely bum rushed by <laughs> waves of AI. So me being a lower level, I just kept getting dismantled every time I respawned. That's the only thing I've really noticed that's different so far. Okay, so um, I'm going to give my first impressions. So I hadn't played any of the beta, and I've avoided looking at, apart from the adverts, which are pretty much everywhere at the moment, which is sort of what made me pick it up um, in the first place. I've just been seeing that. It's a pretty cool ad for the division. Um, on the TV probably 10 times in the last week um, and with a lot of my Twitter's been going pretty nuts for it generally so I thought right I'm going to pick it up it is definitely a game to play with friends um, you need that communication I think uh, but my first impressions are that it felt a lot like Watch Dogs yeah. there's a lot of um, additional um, computer stuff that's laid over the top of your your screen, so you're constantly seeing little graphical 
um, indicators all over the place for pretty much everything. It does feel a little bit, I thought it felt a bit, bit cluttered to start with. Mm-hmm. The controls I've struggled with in the first couple of hours. Um, I've probably played it for about three hours now. And it feels it feels to me exactly the same feeling that I get when I go and play a PlayStation 4 game, in that nothing feels quite as natural as it should. The, the cover system, which... I think has really good potential, but I'm I'm too early in the game to be properly used to it yet. Uh, feels like it's using the wrong buttons a lot of the time for me. Um, B is to climb over things, and for me generally B means go down, descend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so for, to, for, I'm I'm quite naturally pressing B inadvertently um, and and jumping over things when I when I actually want to crouch behind them. Uh, B's crouched in many, many games as, as far as I can remember. Yeah, yeah. It has never been used to climb over things. So that's a bit odd. Um, I like the fact that you can sort of look at a, a piece of cover that's that's next to you and hold down A and you run to that and you snap into it. That's pretty cool. But I found that when I'm actually engaging in fighting from behind cover, that I, I can sometimes go around the edge um, of the object I'm using for cover and then can be completely facing the wrong way uh, which as you all know this game is quite brutal uh, it doesn't take much to, to kill you especially early on Yeah, you've got three health bars which I'm guessing will increase to, to more as you level up um, but those three health bars as soon as each one of those is gone, you can regenerate, but you can only regenerate up to the top of the bar that you're on at the moment. So if you lose, like, for example, I will, if you get shot once or you get hit by a, a baseball bat, which can happen quite regularly, <laughs> yeah. you will lose, like, half your health. So you'll, you'll go down to one and a half bars. But then even if you manage to stay in cover long enough without getting a hit to regenerate some health, some health, it will only ever go up to the two point, yeah. um, unless you use a medipack. So I found that quite brutal. Um, I think I made the mistake of choosing... So as you level up, you get access to more weapons. Um, You have a primary weapon and a secondary weapon. And as soon as I leveled up to level two, I was like, oh, great, okay, let's see what I've got. And I had a a shotgun, which I didn't even realise was a shotgun, which I immediately (laughs) chose. (laughs) But it was limited to five rounds, and the reload time is huge, as, as it always is with a shotgun. So you fire off your five rounds, and then you'll stand there for 10 minutes uh, fiddling around with your loose bullets trying to slob in while two fellows with baseball bats come up and give you a little <laughs> tap on the head and then you're dead again. So I found that part of it quite brutal. Um, I'm, I, as I say, I imagine as you level up, you become a bit more powerful. But mm-hmm. we found tonight, so the three of us played, that initially you play on your own. Um, I don't think there's any way to do the first mission with people, although there might be. Uh, when I was playing it for the first time this morning, there was no one else online, so I just went and did the first couple, the first like there was three side missions and a main mission right at the beginning of the game, and then you disappear off to Manhattan, which I think is where the game sort of properly opens up. Yeah, but there was literally no one else online at seven o'clock this morning. I'm, I'm guessing, <laughs> considering how many people were playing yesterday, I'm guessing that's because it was seven o'clock in the morning, and I'm, I'm, maybe they put you on a UK server or something. And no one was around because I think it was pretty busy yesterday. The amount of, my Twitter was going nuts about the division. Everyone seemed to be playing it, um, so I was really surprised about that. I couldn't match make at all. All right. Okay. So I did the first mission on my own, and I think 
your the you do get some AI guys with you, but um, they won't they weren't very good. They hung right back um, and sort of leave you to it, which is standard, I guess, when you're playing with AI. Uh, but I did die probably four or five times just on that very first mission. This is not a game for gung ho Rambo <laughs> style <laughs> um, dramatics. You really do need to use cover constantly. Um, so that's my sort of first impressions. As I say, I've struggled a bit with the controls. I love the look of it. There's a lot going on. There's the stuff that I'm not sure whether I should be standing over it, holding down X to pick it up, or yeah. there's. I found that quite a lot. Um, but yeah, that's that's my initial first thoughts, Jack. How have, how have you found the first couple of hours of the game? It's been uh, good. Um, I, I well, similar to you, I didn't play the beta at all. Um, and I didn't really follow too much of the news, but you two guys were picking it up, so I figured I'd pick it up as well. Um, no pressure. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's good though. Um, as you said, it's very brutal in terms of the combat, and you definitely need to use the cover system. You can't just kind of run and gun through it. It's not a Call of Duty no, um, title. So it is kind of about staying back, but I had the same experience with a baseball bat you did. <laughs> um, tapped on the head and <laughs> died while I was reloading. The checkpoints are relatively kind, though, aren't they? Yeah, at, at least initially. Initially, um, there's a, a, yeah, there, there seems to be like four or five checkpoints on the mission. Um, it does feel a little bit samey. Like the first, like, how many missions have we done? Four, four big proper missions. Mm-hmm. There's like little side missions as well, but of the of the big missions, which can take sort of twenty twenty five minutes, they're all on a sort of similar. Vein. You, you arrive at point A, a few fellas come out, red fellas, mm-hmm. you batter them, then there's <laughs> some more red fellas come out, you batter them, you move on for a bit, same again, same again, same again, and then some super hard guys come out towards the end, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that seems to be it. Um, I'm sure there's more to it, and as we as we progress further, there'll be slightly different um, scenarios, but it is relatively same. But it, that sort of reminds me of um, Destiny as well, that yeah. sort of similar similar sort of repetitive nature of each mission. Yeah. Um, but I, I get the feeling that the, the bad guys, already on the, on the mission we've just done, there was a load of guys with flamethrowers and they required a completely different tactic. Mm-hmm. Um, you, there was no way you could just run out and start attacking <laughs> them. You had to properly find somewhere to hide behind. And it was almost like when we were teaming up, the only way to play it was that two guys would almost be the bait. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other person can sort of sneak behind and get a, get a line of sight where you're not being attacked. Because well, as soon as you pop your head up, you're in trouble. I think with the flamethrower guys as well, it kind of encourages you to split up a little bit. Because yes. if all three of you are behind the same piece of cover, you're all pretty much instantly going to go down. And especially, it is, there's a lot of grenade spam. Yes. Yeah. And you don't get a long time. I mean, it's... it's like there was a few times I died. Point. Yeah, there was a few times I died early on, and I was like, I don't actually know why I'm dying here. Yeah. Um, but I sort of I could see there was an explosion. But it was literally the explosion, and you're dead, and you're waiting for either someone to come mm. and um, revive you, or you're respawning generally a fair way away from where you died. Um, but yeah, now I've now I've died enough times doing that. I realise that as soon as the screen goes red, it means that I'm in a, in a grenade zone. <laughs> yeah. to just double tap the A button to, to roll away. So going back to the revivals, um, one of the things that I kind of I'm not too keen on with at the minute. Um, if you're in a no respawn area and you do go down, you're mm. kind of just left watching your character. 
and yeah, you can't, you can't see kind of takes you out of the action almost. And I mean, there was a point where Dave and I were holding out, and yeah. you must have been there for kind of two <laughs> or three minutes at least. There was well, yeah, it was more than that. There, there's a level where one of the missions where you have to the very final part, which is where there was a load of flamethrower guys. The first thing you do is to climb over a like a, a barrier um, and into a crate and then drop down. But that crate becomes a target straight away for, for all the <laughs> yeah. The enemies are just chucking grenades at it. So literally, I came out. I got a beer. I walked back <laughs> while, while, while I was respawning. Got back. You two had already run up and gone through the crate. So by the time I got to it, they were just loving loads of grenades in it. So I just died on top of the crate, and there was no way for you, you guys to get back to and revive me. Fortunately, you carried on and managed to survive the rest of the level. But it was, I reckon it was more like ten minutes that I was just up there, and I couldn't. I, all I could do was sort of scroll slightly around my dead body. <laughs> yeah. But I couldn't, I couldn't swap to see what you were seeing or anything like that, and that was a bit annoying. Mm-hmm. The enemies are bullet sponges as well. I mean, they take a ridiculous, especially the the yellow or the purple guys. They take a ridiculous amount of bullets. That's probably my one major kind of complaint. The world's trying to be so immersive and look so good, and then the enemies take like two clips to kill. Mm-hmm. And they just, they're just wearing a leather jacket and a hoodie. It's like, why, why, why is that happening? <laughs> These hoodies, a bulletproof hoodie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, but that's just the normal guys. I mean, the the proper hard ones are ridiculous. I yeah, mean, you, take away. Yeah, you're using thousands of bullets just to take them down. And um, I, th- I assume that's because they've got shields. And I realised actually when I was dying that the mission objectives across the top actually showed the health bar of the main guy. Yeah. So you could see when you, I could see when you two were taking the sh- his shield off mm-hmm. um, and inflicting damage on him. So um, that's a bit odd. We also found it was a bit strange when we... There wasn't really any guides. So you, you come to um, Manhattan and you have to create your base. Um, and there's three missions that unlock immediately. And we went off to do the missions. But it doesn't really give you a clue as to which order to do them in. But they're all different difficulties, seemingly, mm-hmm. yeah. as we discovered later today. Yep. So we, we started with the level seven mission when um, Jack and I were on level five. Uh, And that was just ridiculous because Dave was the only one that had any sort of uh, damage that could actually do some proper damage to these guys. Jack and I would sort of (laughs) walk out, get killed. killed. (laughs) You did make me get my revival achievement really quickly. Did you actually get that? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 100 revivals. You did that in one mission. 20. 20. 20. It was only 20. So that that's annoying. I like the fact that you can see the damage you're doing. Yeah. So um, like sort of Borderlands, um, when you shoot enemies, the the number a number indicator sort of floats up into the air from their body that says how much damage each shot's done. Which is brilliant. If you're using the shotgun, the incredibly slow reloading <laughs> shotgun, um, you can see like five like all the pellets inflicting a bit of damage on them, um, and that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the headshots do a lot more damage than regular shots, um, which is good. I quite liked some of the abilities in it as well. Mm. So, it, again, it encourages kind of team play because you could obviously have the same ability set, but there's no real point to that. But the ability I was using was affecting you guys as well. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. highlighting enemies for you and allowing you to get better critical hits. And Okay, yeah. So I haven't really... 
I was a bit overwhelmed by the stuff. Mm. Um, the menu system, there's there's like upgrades. First of all, you can choose your primary and secondary weapon. All of them have upgrades and buffs. Then you've got your own skills yeah. and your own perks. Mm-hmm. And various slots and things. That, and talents, yeah. All of which seems to be increasing, I guess. Well, actually, some of them don't. So we're up to level six, but I've only unlocked two skill slots so far. Mm-hmm. So I don't quite know how all that's supposed to tie together. And there's sort of three skill trees that you can choose from as well. So all of that I found completely overwhelming. I've just basically chosen, had a quick scan through them, just clicked on something that I thought sounded quite good. But you're right. I think if you were to put more time in it, then forming a, a well-balanced trio. Can you you can play four in a squad, can't you? Yeah. What's, is that the maximum? As far as I'm aware, I'm not totally sure, but that's what I've seen, like four players together. That's the maximum I've seen. Okay. Um, but the issue we've got, or we found tonight, so when Treaty joined us, he was on level 11. <laughs> um, we were we were level six, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that all the enemies instantly scaled up, and it just makes it so difficult for anyone apart from that higher level guy to really get involved in any action. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the other guys just become bait, basically. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a that's a bit of an issue. I think if you're playing it with people that you know you're going to play with every night and um, you're all at the same level, and it's obviously not going to be a problem. But if you do have someone jump in that's of a higher level. That is going to affect you, your performance negatively. I think it's one of them games where you, if you can get like a regular group group of people you're going to play with, you know, and you can work out perks that complement each other. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. No, I, I think it's going to be really cool going forward. But do you know what you were saying about how this morning you were trying to get on and you couldn't couldn't mm-hmm. find anybody? I had the total opposite last night. Do you know, early on and you have to go. You go to your, like, your first base, not the base that you build. It's like before you go to Manhattan, I think. <laughs> yeah, and this and, guy, there's, there's various people in that store. Yeah, you talk to a woman, and then there's like a, a computer that you have to click and do something yeah. with. That wouldn't work, and there was just like 30 people around this computer <laughs> all trying to do it at once. And I imagine <laughs> it was like, like that. That's an odd design decision. <laughs> I imagine it was like that. that. Everyone was going to be playing it in the same day. Yeah, I imagine it was like that on every server. So I don't know what it's actually. Uh, very fine or anything but you can't progress from there without doing it so in the end I had to quit out loading again and then it just automatically did it so I also saw some footage of um, so that this explains so if you're in a room with um, other human real players they are solid and you can't yeah. walk through them so I saw a clip of this bloke he just he basically stood in a doorway and just prevented <laughs> everybody else from moving on in the mission they just couldn't get through so you control people quite easily. <laughs> <laughs> um, but first impressions, are, uh, uh, I, I've enjoyed it. Um, I think it's been interesting. I think the controls are a little bit flawed. Mm-hmm. And I think that you need to play it with other people on the same level as you. Otherwise, you're going to be in trouble. But um, I'm certainly enjoying what I've played so far. The achievement list looks quite interesting. Yeah, it looks quite easy, I think. Do you? I looked at it. Yeah. I was like, ooh. Yeah, so there's, it's, a, it's a sort of story. So it's quite clever, isn't it? Really, that it's like um, it's like story-based missions all the way through. But at any as you're about to start any one of those missions, people can come. You can come and join other people, or people can come and join you at that point. 
I think it's quite a clever concept. Yeah, it is. I haven't actually managed to randomly match with it. I, I, I can see similarities to Destiny. It's not obviously anything totally the same, but there's certain bits of the race, like this is Ubisoft's kind of version of a long term game that I think they're going to keep adding little bits to. Mm-hmm. Cool. So we've all enjoyed the first few hours anyway. I can't believe you've put 10 hours in already. That's quite well, I, I went on last night. It was late as well. I, did, I probably went on about 11. And I was playing on my own, did that first bit, and then Treasy jumped on. And I thought, I'll play a couple of hours with him. And then before I knew it, it was like half past four. And I was like, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so, um, so just having a quick scan of the achievements. There's a ton of secret achievements. At the moment, the game has a TA score of 42,304. <laughs> Um, there's a ton of secret achievements which I'm, I'm assuming I'm not going to click on them but are just for progressing through the story yeah then you've got um, reach level 30 so it feels like it hasn't taken long to get to level 8 really but if you put because I've only put in probably 2.5 hours but if you've put in 10 and you're only 2 levels higher than me it must progression must slow dramatically or you're just rubbish I, th- I think you know because you were playing on level the enemies were level seven on that yes. mission, and you were like a five. I think it gives you. A bit yeah, of a we boost. did seem to level up quite difficult, quite mm. quickly there. Discover all the safe hands. So I imagine that comes with progress in the game. Uh, finish all of the missions at level thirty on the hard difficulty. No one has won that yet. I imagine that's a nightmare. So that suggests to me that level thirty is the level cap. Yeah. So it really will um, slow down at that point. Um. Echo scenes. Activate 63 echo scenes. Now, I don't even think I've seen any of those yet. The good thing about the collectibles is as you're walking through, they kind of mark they, on your they highlight, don't they? map. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're, they're all collectibles. There's like five different collectible achievements. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, in fact, there's another two. There's a lot of collectible achievements. All of the collectible uh, achievements are for the same ratio. So it must be all the same three people that have gone through all of them. <laughs> yeah. Got them all. It's just yeah. truesy. <laughs> um, purchase the cane on yeah the rest of the stuff is crafting so yeah, yeah there's a crafting system which I haven't even managed to get onto yet so every time I try and craft something it says you don't have enough materials to craft anything I just have zero or five of everything because <laughs> I noticed what, when you were, when you'd finished an area you were kind of running onto the next one oh yeah the, the, if you go around and um, you know pick stuff up after dead bodies Yes, like I was getting a ton of weapons that were less powerful than what I got already. So you just break them down, dismantle them, and then that that gives you um, parts that you can use for your crafting. But I noticed as well, I did something like one of the places I upgraded yesterday. It was the medical department, and part of the the perk it gave me was it gave every hour it gave me. Yes, I had that. I think it was fabric or something like that. Yes. So I imagine you're gonna, as you do the other ones, you'll get like a bit of a steady stream of materials coming in anyway. Cool. Okay, and there's a few achievements for getting uh, rogue agents. Yeah, I think that that'd be pretty straightforward in the dark zone. Dark zone. Dark zone. Probably going when you're a similar level rather than (laughs) jumping between these. I've not got to that point yet. It is good fun. Dark zone's really fun. Okay, so um, what else have you been playing, Dave? So I did uh, the Rocket League review. Yes, we've all played Rocket it. League. 
yep. loved it. That, that was probably one of the games that I don't really care. I, like, well, I don't really look at you know PlayStation games and get really envious that I haven't got a PlayStation or Steam games and go. Oh, mm-hmm. I should play it. That was probably the one game I really wanted to play just because it looked so much fun. Yes, and I think when when you describe the game to somebody, it's really, it's really hard. difficult to describe. It, it's 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 football with cars. It's like all oh, right. But it, it's so fun. It's just absolutely, absolutely mental. And even like if you were playing FIFA and somebody scored an own goal, you'd be slagging them off. Whereas <laughs> if you score an own goal, it's just funny. I, I <laughs> me and Jack were doing some like 2v2 matches, but we got one. I recorded it. I should put it up, actually. We were 3-0 down. And we ended up, no, we were 4-0 down and ended up, ended up winning 5-4 in the last few minutes. Mm, <laughs> it's a good match. A lucky yeah. match. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's I, been. Um, I've enjoyed it too, I've, and it's a very easy completion. Yeah, um, as well. A little bit grindy, a couple of these units, but generally very easy and very fun achievement yeah. list as well. It's one of them games, though. Like I'll play it again, just even though I've done the achievements, I'll still play it just for the the fun. And it's short matches as well, so you can just jump in, can't you? Yeah, it is really quick. Do a quick match. Um, then I got BBZ two, Garden Warfare yes. two. So we're running a good contest on the site <laughs> at the moment. Um, to win an, or one of two amazing looking um, Plants vs Zombies 2 gone, Plants vs Zombies Garden Warfare 2 most longest title in the world <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, branded Xbox Ones and they look incredible so that's um, got to be the coolest contest we've ever done I think. it is definitely <laughs> the coolest contest they look amazing I'm very jealous of whoever gets those um, but yeah you, uh, you did the review which went up yesterday or the day before I think. no Megan did the review but oh, I, okay. I yeah, it the review. Um, it, it's it's more of the same, but I was a bit dubious because it was this had a full retail price release compared to I think it was like thirty pound when Plants vs Zombies one came. There's out. a lot more single player stuff. Right? Yeah, they've had it a whole single player. Like the the previous one was just all multiplayer mm-hmm. um, and some co op, and this has got a whole kind of quest system going on and. Yeah, there's like a whole, it's a bit like a, the game's always online, so there's like a. a you, you, I can't remember what it's called. It's like a backyard, that a backyard yes. spawning, <laughs> and there's just like a war constantly going on in this backyard between AI, and you can kind of switch sides and do things in there, go doing quests. But yeah, the only problem I had with it, one, the the characters at release seemed really well balanced. Like the game seemed like it was everybody, nobody had really had an advantage. Where there's some some of the new characters in this just seemed really overpowered. Oh right, okay, that's poor. And I know they, so they, important they, in the game like this. They have patched it, I think, and they said they changed some abilities. Like there's a Rose that was just she was supposed to be like a support character, but she was so overpowered you could just fly around the map doing what you wanted with her. <laughs> um, what else did it play? Went back to Sleeping Dogs on the Xbox One. I so loved that game on 360. Yeah, I got it. I got it at release and then never bothered playing it. Yeah, again. me too. <laughs> <laughs> that was when the enthusiasm for. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of Xbox One games out. No, know, HD or redone. Yeah, um, a brilliant 360 games was at its highest. I purchased a couple of those. Uh, I got the Tomb Raider one as well, which I haven't yeah, played at all. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I did the. I, I think I got one achievement in it for me being dive last year. Thought I'd go back, so I've been playing through that, really enjoying it. Still as good because I've got not got the best of memories, so. No, I've kind of forgotten a lot of the story. Of the story. Elements, so, yeah, really I love the way that you sort of played both sides against each other. Yeah. So you're sort of an undercover cop. So you're doing stuff for the cops, but you're doing stuff for the tribes too. I, I thought it was a fantastic game, and I need to. You're right. I need to play that too. It's just too much. Yeah, there's too many games now. 
Um, and then the last one I did was Night Squad that was available on, I think it was Games with Gold a while ago. Yeah, it was. It's just one of these idea Xbox. I think you can use four player co op if you want yeah. local co op. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the achievements were supposed there was a challenge mode in it that I think the achievements were quite hard in it and they've added a easy mode to it yeah it's so easy you, mode so you can go do the challenges I mean some of them take a couple of goes so it's not like a total cake block but it, they're easy to do like with a bit of practice so what ended that just for GTA C that's it that's me nice Jack we read a review of a game that I'd never heard of this month in fact, mm-hmm. it was last week. Um, and it got four and a half out of five, and it piqued my interest. I bought it. I came into the office the next day and said, I've just bought a game. You were like, I bought that game last night. <laughs> um, and it's called Action Hank. Um, it's quite unusual. <laughs> I don't think I've played a game like it. Uh, how, would you des- how would you describe it? It's like a platformer. It's just kind of... It's like a platformer, yeah, but it's it's a, it's a sort of... It's like a, a timed platformer, yeah. Speed run platformer. It's kind of like, um, did you ever play Joe Danger? Yes, it is exactly like that. It's like that, except without the lane switching. And yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's good, isn't it? Yeah, it's very good. I was pleasantly surprised. So my main reason for picking it up um, was there's a leaderboard achievement in it. You've mm. got to get into the top one percent. Which is unusual these days. The tracks. Don't yeah. Often see that. It's definitely unusual, uh, unusual, but if you're an early adopter, you're pretty much guaranteed to get it. So I figured I'd just, well, get in there quick, get in there quick before everybody set impossible times. But um, yeah, as I said, I was pleasantly surprised. Um, it's a nice pick up and play game. So we've been uh, churning through a couple of tracks over lunch in the office. Yeah, it's similar to Bike Mayhem in that regard. You can uh, yeah pick it up, and some of the levels are like twenty seconds. Yeah. But it's, it's, really, it's, it's, it's like um, the the three medal times are, are within half a second of each other, so mm-hmm. it's like properly trying to fine-tune it. It's all about timing. It's all about finding the best route, jumping at the right time, sliding mm-hmm. at the right time. It's good, and it introduces different mechanics, doesn't it, in each yeah. world. So the, the third world, I think, has um, a, a swing. Yeah, hook shots. Grapple hooks, yeah. Um, no, I've enjoyed it too. I don't think it's massively long, but there is a real um, sort of beat your previous time playability to it, replayability yeah. to it. So you've got three different levels of medal in it. You've got bronze, silver, and gold, but then you've got the rainbow medal, which is above oh, yeah, the gold. Once you've gold, then you get the um, rainbow. I mean, times. we've been getting gold on a lot of the tracks, and then we're like, yes, we've got gold just and by, by a couple of hundredths of a second. Yeah. And then we look at the rainbow time, it's, it's like, like two seconds plus four seconds or something no stupid. Yeah. Mm. No way you're ever going to get that. But no, it's, it's good, enjoyable. Um, yep. Cool. I've also been... Uh, there was another, yet another free uh, title update for Need for Speed this week, uh, which was bringing in hot rods into the game. Um, I didn't really bother with much of playing the hot rods apart from picking up the three achievements. It, all of which were worth AC Gamer score. It took me about five minutes, and uh, that was worth around a thousand TA for those three. So that was cool. Um, and Dave sent down Seb Load. So I have been playing a bit of that on the new office racing setup this week, um, mm. and actually really enjoying it. Um, I think the game has its flaws. 
I haven't really noticed any of the flaws because I've been too busy concentrating on the <laughs> steering and the pedals and everything else. I haven't really had a problem with it at all. It's quite difficult. And the, the thing that I've found is that unlike most driving games where I'm just like pedal to the metal, like floor it as soon as you can, it's all about staying on the track and therefore mm-hmm. almost going ridiculously slowly at times like you, you think this doesn't feel like a racing game I just it's, does, it's not right for me to be driving this slow but actually being on the track is it's just way more important than the split second extra you know time you'll get from, from going 10 miles an hour faster so it's all about staying on the track it's all about driving it carefully mm-hmm. and listening to your co-driver who's, who's the guy that's going to tell you what bends are coming up um, but I've really enjoyed it I think it's, it's it's been quite good but it's a massive game Dave how long did it take you to complete it? Um, I can't remember it was probably a 30 plus maybe yeah I mean it's an awful just, lot of races there's one like achievement that you've finished everything and you got to keep doing events to get I can't remember is that to get the 500,000 XP or yeah something? something like that yeah so that, that was the real one grind have you done any of the um, I can't I can't lobe four day rallies have you done them? No, because I need to get to level 352 before the first one unlocks. Right. Okay. And I'm at level 362 at the moment. There's some, I, um, some, one of them I, I really struggle with. You've got, you got to... It's one of the uh, Welsh tracks, so it's all muddy and rainy and dull. Mm. And <laughs> everybody's in cagoules and stuff and like that. Yeah. And you've got, to, you've got to finish 20 seconds ahead of like the, your, wow. your nearest competitor. And what? Uh, yeah, and I because it's on mud, you you can't. It's really hard to stay actually on track. You're always sliding off and got slowing yourself down, skidding up. That doesn't sound like fun. And I can imagine and with it, the I, wheel, that's going to be a nightmare. Yeah, I was going to say it's, it is harder because you can't. It's a lot. There's a lot more turn to, to to flip from one side of the the wheel to the other side of the wheel. You know, it's it's a lot of turning on your hands. Whereas obviously with the joypad, it's literally just the, a second, like a centimeter, just to go. Yeah. And you flipped over, but yeah, it's a lot more. The thing that I struggled with on that wheel <laughs> was like, you know, if you rewind, yeah, because the rewind yeah, only goes it, so far, you forget what what and, and you, position the wheel. Yeah, in. You, you think your wheel's straight, and it's like three turns round or something. Yeah, yeah, You just immediately fly off the track. Okay, so um, it's been a good couple of weeks, actually, hasn't it? I think the games it's been enjoyable. Yeah, it's, it's only two weeks ago that we were recording last, and um. There's been a whole ton of good stuff coming out. Excellent. I think that's it for what we've been playing. Um, We're up on site news now. And the biggest news at the moment is that we are about um, to start a new contest called the Ultimate Head-to-Head Contest. Uh, The idea was uh, proposed to us by Freemhal, who presents the ZZZ podcast. And um, we've tweaked it slightly and... The registration is now open, but it closes on Friday. Probably, you will probably have about an hour if you download this podcast immediately. <laughs> it comes out and listen to it immediately um, <laughs> to get your registration in. But it's it's interesting. It should be cool. So the idea is that um, each week you are paired up with another person that has similar locked achievements to you, and we've got an algorithm to to match people with that. Um, you're both presented with the same list of 20 achievements that are in games you are in that you haven't unlocked yet. And you have a week to unlock as many of those as you can. And the winner is the person at the end of the period that's unlocked the most of those 20. Um, 
and that will be running simultaneously across the whole contest. So there will be, I think there's about 1,600 people that have signed up so far. So week one will be 800 pairs. Uh, and obviously, at the end of week one, 800 people will be eliminated, 800 people will go on, and then there'll be 400 pairs in week two. And it continues until we're down to do the final two um, and then someone will be crowned the ultimate winner. We've never run the contest like this before. Obviously, matching up on um, people's achievements that they've still got locked in games that they've played is is tricky because it, we could get to the point where the final two people, one of them's only got an Xbox 360 and one of them's only got an Xbox One, yeah. uh, in which case we're a bit, a bit screwed. Um, but we have contingency plans if that happens. Um, but it should be really interesting. We're working on some stats for it and some new um, leaderboards and pages and stuff. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun and I think it could be quite a big event um, in the years to come. So thanks to Freemhull for suggesting it and thanks to everybody that enters. Um, I'm quite looking forward to it. I can see me going out week one. <laughs> yes, I think. I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? <laughs> I think it's entirely possible. To get in, I had to uh, use all my uh, you know, games that aren't on my card yet. Yeah, so we've made it possible to add games that are in your collection that you own that you haven't started um, because we needed a minimum pool for each player of locked achievements that, so that we had the most chance of matching them up with someone because we, you know, you don't want to just pick. Ideally, you want someone that's at the same point in lots of games as you yeah. um, and then you can choose achievements so it's sort of fair to both of you. Um that's that's the ideal scenario. So we wanted people that had a lot of locked achievements so that we could potentially match people up much better. So mm-hmm. yes, uh, adding making proper use of the game collection functionality for this contest. Um, we've got a couple of site mods that went up over the last two weeks. Jack, why don't you tell us about them? Okay, so uh, the well, the first one we pushed live was the site wishlist voting system. So we've had a site wishless board on site for quite a while and there's some amazing ideas that pop up in there. But it's quite difficult to gauge just based on kind of the comments that are left in there. Obviously you see the comment numbers going up. But it could some of them are plus one and some of them yeah. are minus one. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I hate this idea. <laughs> so it's very difficult to gauge just based on comment count if an idea is good or not, and we kind of didn't we've got so many that we don't know for what direction you guys want us to go in. Um, so we've added a proper voting system to it now. So if you view one of the threads in the site wishlist board, you have a little upvote and a downvote button, and you can, if you like it and you think it's a good idea, give it an upvote, and that'll be visible on the page. And if you don't like it, think it wouldn't, it's not something you want to see on the site, downvote. But it helps us gauge what you want to see more next. Yeah. So we've got a, we've got a view where we can see the most upvoted and the most mm-hmm. overall positive votes if you discount the negative votes. So we looked at that top ten straight away, and um, we noticed that three of those, in fact, it was top five, I think, three of the top five mm-hmm. were to do with notifications. So yeah. we built a new notif- notification module um, in the site, and we've managed to put three of those live last week. And it uh, works. I got one about a... <laughs> it actually works. Yeah, I got I got one wow. about an unobtainable becoming obtainable. This is the that's because I coded it. <laughs> yes, it works. Jack's been involved. Um, 
Yes. Yeah, so, so what were those three notification types? So we've got three notification types. We've got the... Uh, hang on a second. Uh, so we've got new challenge notifications. So mm-hmm. as soon as new challenge is hit, um, you'll instantaneously get a PM with... Um, it's on a per-game basis. So I have the game title at the top with X number of challenges have hit. And the challenges listed below with the dates for there between and two, um, which is quite cool. And that's obviously challenges are quite few and far between now, so it's nice to know when they do actually appear. Um, second up is the server closure notification. So when closures are announced, which um, it's always kind of annoying, but it does happen, um, we send out a couple of different PMs. So we've got a six month. PM. Uh, well, we have a PM that goes out when it's first set initially. Um, a PM that goes out if the uh, closure date is six months to the day. One that goes out if it's three months to the day, and one that goes out if it's one month to the day. And the final notification, which is for people with pro subscriptions, is notifications for unobtainable flags and well, unobtainable and discontinued flags being added or removed from achievements. Very useful. Yeah, and that's uh, very, very useful. So obviously you can notice if an achievement does become attainable more quickly and uh, hop on the bandwagon with everybody else. <laughs> so uh, all of these settings, you've got four different um, choices of frequency you can choose. So if you go to your site settings, there's now a game notification setting. And by default, they're all set to no notifications. Um, but you can either set them to games I've played, games in my collection, or all games, if you yeah. want notifications about everything under the sun. Some so, people do. Yeah, some people do. So, it's awesome. a cool system though, and if you haven't had a look at the settings page and set them up, definitely do. Um, cool, okay, um, let's move on to the news. So, big news this week was Fable Legends being cancelled, which was a bit of a shock. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, certainly to me. We we hadn't had any sort of sniff of this happening, and also the news that Lionhead, obviously on the back of that, might be closing, mm-hmm. um, which is obviously very sad for everybody involved at the studio. Um, they've got a great legacy of games behind them. Yeah. So this is this is depressing news for um, a lot of Fable fans out there. Of which I'm not particularly one, but um, it's still depressing when any studio goes out of business. Did either either of you two Fable fans? Um, um, Fable Two is probably my favourite RPG, but just because I don't wow. like RPGs, and it was, okay. like, it was kind of RPG light. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, but that's that's probably, I enjoyed that. Yeah, that, that's the only one I played though. <laughs> I think I played um, a little bit of Fable on the original Xbox. And Fable 2 and Fable 3, I finished. Um, but this one, to be honest, it wasn't really on my radar. Mm. So I'd heard kind of quite negative things about the beta. Yeah. And it, so they've it had almost a seemed like they were taking... Yeah, they've had yeah. a private beta running for a while. Wow. It was supposed to go like open in spring, I think. Yeah. So it's going to be a free-to-play title as well. So yeah. I don't know if uh, the cancellation of it says something about the free to play model or yeah. I'm not too sure. I think it's I think it was it's a fable game that I don't think anybody really wanted. People right. if it, it people wanted Fable 4. Mm-hmm. 
but this was like a different and it had the Windows 10 crossplay thing and all that kind of thing going on. Mm-hmm. I remember the original trailers from E3 um, and you could play as the sort of evil monster couldn't you? Yeah. against your four sort of favourite exactly, characters. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it didn't really appeal to me then, I have to say. But, but none, none, no games that look like this really appeal to me. I'm just surprised they've kind of pulled the plug on it this late into the yeah, development. Well, that's exactly because, the thing, isn't it? Well, the, I mean, they've this was one of the titles that was and... announced when the one was announced on it. Or shot, it was done at the E3 when, mm-hmm. you know, what was it, 2013 or whatever it was? Yeah. So I mean, it, Fable's so, been a big series on the Xbox, and so any yeah. Fable title is, is going to have a, a following. So it's almost flagship at this point. Yeah, exactly. yeah, there with kind of Halo and Forza. But the thing is that they've kind of, the last few, if you look at the last few that they've done Fable games, it's like they've kind of used it. They did a Connect one, didn't they? Mm-hmm. So, and, and then, so it's like they try to use it just to sell features yeah, rather than okay, that's fair. actual do the games that people want. But I, could, I, I, I wasn't surprised that the games got, got cancelled. But the actual closing line had that surprised me the most. I think. Well, have have actually confirmed the proper closure yet? Because they, they haven't um, said, but the, they've like, kind of said it may close, and all the pretty much heavily hinted at it. All the employees yeah. on that <laughs> on Twitter are saying like the goodbyes and things. I thought the original statement okay. said that it was definitely closing. The UK, the UK. No, it said, it said they were going to talk to. They were in discussions. So proposed to yeah. closure. But I don't know if that's something. Did they have to give so many days' notice or something like that? Not too sure because they they just they're not actually gone into administration. They're just closing. I think the, the studios. So. so in terms of Lionhead, were they um, they're actually part of a kind of official Microsoft development? Yeah, studio. They were. I so, assume so because I'm, I'm pretty sure the statement came yeah, from were. Microsoft. I, I wonder if Microsoft yeah. is just going to if they've got the power to just shift people around and kind of go. Let's take some people from Lionhead and dump them over. Yeah, I'm sure they'll the do. Sure they it did say they were going to sort of like help people. Mm-hmm. New roles, but they wasn't just them. They was press play as well. Got yeah. close, yeah. Danish guys. So they did Max Curse yeah. of Brotherhood, didn't they? But they just recently had a vote as well, didn't they? From like Xbox fans for what the next game should be. Mm-hmm. That with the Project Knoxville thing. So and they yeah. just li- literally like on the day, the, was it Monday? It happened. They just well, just got told like they were planning streams this- and things for this week, and just got told. This was a really sad thing, so I looked at the Twitter account for Lionhead Studios and their tweet on the 4th of March were like, yeah. we're all really excited for this or like this coming weekend and we're at a game convention if you can come down and join us. And wow. It's just, it's well, obviously totally out of the blue for everybody. The really but, weird thing is I got I actually downloaded the beta but didn't play it yet. And hmm. on, I think it was Saturday or Sunday, I got an email about an, an update that that was hap- either just happened or was about to happen, and new mm-hmm. features and things that was coming to the beta. And I thought, oh, I'll have a look at it. I need to have a look at it. And then, yeah, on the Monday, it's like, oh, it's cancelled. Save wow. yourself a bit of time, then, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fair point. Um, okay, what other news have we had over the last week or so, Dave? So, we've had the March update got a Announced for the preview program. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, in that, what did we get? So, uh, Xbox 360, the backwards compatible games will now be available to in the purchase store. in the Xbox One store. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the ones that um, is obviously the best feature ever was um, party <laughs> chat. <laughs> party chat on um, Twitch. If you ever use the Twitch app on the Xbox One. 
if you're in a party, people watching to hear your converse, like what you're saying, but not the people in the party what they're saying. So it's a bit of a one-sided weird right, thing. Yeah. So hmm. they've added it so that uh, if you're in a party, you have the choice whether you want your your voice to be broadcast as well. Nice. So that's one. Um, they, uh, the game DVRs had some extra features to the you know the Xbox record yep. that you can now set how long you want it to record for. Oh, that's from, very cool. From 15 seconds up to I think the full five, five minutes. minutes. That's brilliant, actually. So do, is that that's on cool. a? Can you do that orally? It's in one of the settings. You, you, you set it for what you want. And so then... you can't say Xbox record that last five minutes? No, I don't think so. Oh, that's a shame. That's the future. Add that or, to uh... Xbox voice. <clears throat> Just give it a full sentence of command. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Xbox record that last bit that was really good, but leave out the more <laughs> I got shot. Um, probably the biggest one for us being achievement hunters is they've when you go to the left and you get the new guide up, they've added um, the uh, an option to get your achievements there. Yeah, it looks way better, doesn't it? It's, it's, yeah, it's a lot it's easier to get. Slicker. Yeah. But the one thing is doing it that way, it gives you the options, you know, the old app used to be able to track and see your progress in real yes. time. So now it's there, but you can, obviously can't snap, snap it, it mm. on that side. So you've still got to go and find the old app if you want to snap it still. But it's a lot easier to find, so that's a step in the right direction. And you can't search mm-hmm. TA, the TA. No, from it's weird that, yeah. The achievement guide. You still come from the app, but not that one. Yeah, I'll have to have words. Um, <clears throat> and then there was some updates to the Xbox One Windows 10 app. Have you used that recently? Yeah. Mine looks atrocious. I don't know what's happened to it. Mine's totally changed. It looks horrible. Mine looks... Like it has for a while. Mine looks uh, like it looks it's like... a mobile one or something. It looks horrible. Oh, okay. So the top left-hand corner there's a compact button now. All <laughs> oh, right. Okay. It looks third button in. So if you click that, it'll flip it out of that mode for you. Thank God for that. But uh, yeah, they've added some new things to that. Like they've added the gamer score leaderboards. Yes, which out. they'd removed. Yeah. It seems like half the updates are things being put back that was uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> six months ago it's yeah. but so that was that That was the March update it's quite um, a lot to it wasn't it I mean, it's a hefty old update that one yeah that's out now for preview members um, we've had some new games added to backwards compatibility Geometry Wars they, yeah Geometry Wars and I don't even know what Carcassonne is it Carcassonne Carcassonne yeah it's a card yeah. card game and then sort of like on a separate side, the added EA Access added Plants vs. Zombies, like the original one. Yes. From the so three, that's back that's back well. compatible. Okay. Through EA Access, which is really cool. Yeah. More value for you. In the vault. There. Yeah. It's, it's such a good idea that. No, it's definitely cool. Maybe Mass Effect and things coming in the future. Who knows? Ooh, oh, that would be awesome. And then one that I'm sure you were really cheering about um, <laughs> Dead Island Definitive Collection coming soon so I've always got love for Dead Island having never played the game just because of that first ad which I, I still claim is the best game ad I've ever oh, yeah. seen for any the there's a child yeah the fact that zombie window. child window ad which I, I was just the first time I saw it I was just I was totally blown away by it I thought it was incredible <laughs> um, apparently the game doesn't quite stand up which is a shame but that has, wow. 
I've never played either of them. But I think two was supposed to be a pretty much a like a kind of home front. Oh, brilliant! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then we had the big announcement because they there was a showcase. Microsoft did a, an Xbox showcase in March, which had a whole ton of stuff come out. This was a bit weird. I think they did it on the Thursday night, and then it was embargoed till the Tuesday. So I don't know why that happened. No, I don't know either, but we suddenly got a ton of news stories that appeared. Yeah, it just erupted, didn't it? So, uh, probably the Forza Motorsport 6 Apex. It's a lot of Windows 10 stuff, Windows wasn't 10. it? Yep. So that's like a scaled-down Forza 6 experience mm-hmm. for Windows 10, which I suppose is quite a good idea. And it's free, out, isn't it? Like, it's yeah, play. Bring yeah. out little games like that to maybe tempt people to go and pick up the I wonder how... Version. Free the game actually is where it's going to be full of microtransactions, isn't it? To buy new cars and yeah, and wheels to your Does it have achievements? We don't, have we had confirmation that it's even going to have achievements? No, not, not yet. Sure. Not yet. I imagine it would though being on Windows 10, but it almost like the way they're pushing the DirectX 12 and the breathtaking 4K visuals. Yeah, it almost sounds like it's a bit of a demo, you know, like the Milo Connect stuff. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Ed did. So we've upgraded one of our. PCs in the office to um, connect it to our racing setup uh, with a new graphics card and stuff, and we're going to stick Windows 10 on it, so we will be able to give you a proper review of this. Um, it says it's arriving in spring, so yes. um, we'll, we'll give you a quick review of that as soon as it becomes available to us. Plus, there was the Forza 6 Xbox One expansion pack, um, yep. Porsche, the Porsche expansion, which I'm I was stupid enough to buy the ultimate edition of Forza 6 just yep. to get it a week early, which was something like £85 or something digital. <laughs> I don't know why I did it. Well, I do know why I did it. I did it because I wanted to play Forza. Um, and I had assumed buying something that was called Ultimate Edition that I would get some sort of discount or or even free DLC for the first um, set of DLC that came out. But alas, no, it's £16 yeah. for the Porsche expansion, even for me, after having spent nearly 90 quid on the Ultimate Edition, which I'd, I normally I'd snap this up, but I'm, I'm still reeling somewhat. From the, from the, <laughs> I mean, it's my own fault. I click the button, but um, I'm, I'm staggered that I didn't get any sort of discount on this. It seems to be a bit of a thing with Farza as well to bring out a Porsche. Mm. DLC pack. Forza Horizon yeah, Porsche one was brilliant though, to be fair. Yeah, Forza Horizon had one. I'm sure Forza Motorsport 4 had a one. Yeah. Or five, mm-hmm. one of them. And then this one, so I don't, maybe they're too, too expensive to get the licenses, so they have to do it in their own pack or something. I'm not sure. It just seems weird that they, if they struggle to get the licenses, then like a couple of months down the line, are they using the funds from the game to fund the yeah, so license maybe, for it? Or maybe Porsche want a lot of money. Or something. Mm, probably got to do with maybe Porsche, Porsche, Porsche probably give an exclusivity of, to another yeah, game maybe or something. Fifty percent of the DLC money or something. Mm-hmm. So also at the event, uh, the Windows Ten version of Gears of War Ultimate that came out like the day that they announced all the, yes. the news, the embargo lifted. So it's got its own achievement list. Interesting. What's the price on that? Is it regular full price? No, it, it's not that bad actually. I think it was around about twenty something. Okay. In fact, so the Ultimate Edition was cheap anyway. I think on Xbox One too. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it seemed quite reasonable if your PC is good enough to run it. And, but it, but it's its own separate list. Um, I, I know they were talking about you were going to be able to play with Xbox One. 
people. I don't know Ooh, what so the reality of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, if you like mouse and keyboard gears, knock yourself out. So co- quite pertinent to this and hot off the press. We've just had the Ori and the Blind Forest Definitive Edition what, no. achievement list hit the site. Just now. So that's, yeah, a, so so that's a separate list as well. That's Xbox One and Windows 10, apparently. Alright. So it, it looks like a joint list, but then it's separate a definitive edition of the game. Right. Which is weird because I don't have there added DLC. any additional content no, to it. I, I, I think there's additional content out of the show. Okay. There must be. Otherwise, it just seems like a game for the sake of the but game. I, I know they're it? doing it. If you own Ori and the Blind Forest, like the original version, then this is a fiver. Right. Okay. But it's the same game. It's just different. Yeah, but different list. It's a fiver to replay the game. Yeah, and on Windows 10 as well. Um, so it's I think kill, Killer Instinct Season Three is available March 29th. I don't do kicky on, kicky games. That's Xbox One and Windows 10. Um. Minecraft with Oculus Rift. Mm. Uh, there was a few more. I think there was a, a bit, few more details about Quantum Break came out, and then probably the one thing that kind of set Twitter on fire for a day Ooh. was uh, the little bit Phil Spencer. Was it Kim Kardashian. No, <laughs> that, no, that did the other day as well, didn't it? <laughs> Different day. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. No, oh, Phil Spencer. Th- yes, Phil Spencer. So he said something comment. about. The Xbox One possibly being, being upgradable, yeah, with hardware. So, don't know. I love the idea. I just don't know how it did, it did look like a throwaway comment. It was like someone had asked him a question, he'd come up with a on the spot answer that has now been taken as the Xbox One is becoming upgradable. But I just, how's it going to work? I mean, let's think about it. How's it going to work? You're going to have games that are not playable on. No, the, the, I think he said it's going to be like a, like in the future going forward your next Xbox will be able to play no I think never talking about Xbox One by default. it is kind of something people do now because you see um, people have kind of bare bones laptop systems yep. and they'll have kind of an SLI of a couple of GPUs they can just plug into it yeah, I, I know a lot of what he was saying if you listen to like the full thing he was saying about being able to bring your content with you as you kind of like go forward so I think they're going to stick to sort of like an x86 mm-hmm. architecture yeah, well, course, and, yeah, and bring all the games so you'll be able to play your Xbox One games without having to do all backwards Ooh. compatible magic but I think AMD announced on the same day I think was it an external CPU so I think that uh, might be why so much weight got added to it Yeah, whether it's a thing or that will happen or maybe it's just that they might bring out a slim and make it a bit more powerful at some point in the future maybe Hmm. I can't see it myself. I think there's just too much. In order to play certain games, you're going to have to have the upgraded version. Which is, at that point, you might as well just bring it out as another version of the console. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't really seem sensible to me. But I know that like, the internet erupted. With it did, yeah, I know, I saw it erupt. Yeah. I was watching it erupt. It was ash and, ash and clouds <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> right, that's the news. Um, so game releases for this month we've already had a it feels like we've had a good month already and there's just tons of stuff that's already come out I mean just looking at the release calendar over the last week we've had maybe 14 pieces of content that's ridiculous Um, Mm -hmm. so Friday we've got a load of stuff again we've got Hitman probably the biggest release Um, the Ori and the Blind Forest definitive Windows 10 Mm -hmm. we've got various games that I've never heard of Blast and Bunnies, 
uh, <laughs> Alakine's gun, cell damage HD, and magnetic fully charged. I imagine all of these are ID games. Yeah, yeah. I know uh, that Alkaline's one that's getting slated in reviews at the minute. Oh, excellent! I shall make sure not to pick that one. Up. Um, Blast and Bunnies <laughs> sounds interesting. Uh, Hitman's going episodical, isn't it? It is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so presumably that's just part one, and I don't know whether we've got a price for that. Oh, then we must must be able to have a price right now. Thank you. I think it was fifteen dollars per episode. Fifteen dollars, and it's four fifty gamer score. Um, the list's already on the site. Yep. Um, already we spoke about before. Then there's a bit of a lull until next Wednesday, when we have Shantae and the Pirates Curse. Um, yep. And then the following th- the following day, Thursday next week, we have probably the big title of the week, which is EA Sports UFC 2. Yes. I've never played a UFC game. Um, Dave, you're massively into the oofs. Yep. Um, will you be picking this up? Did you play the first? played the first one, yeah. Um, second one looks... I haven't seen anything that really makes it totally different, but... Well, I'm sure it won't totally be totally different. <laughs> I suppose it's similar to FIFA, and it just update the. It's more and... swimming in this one. Yeah, so I bought a bit of junk on that. I like a good. Get yourself I... EA Access, four pound. Yeah. Play it tonight. Yeah, good idea. It's out no, now. I played the division for the review. So yeah. Oh, you're reviewing the division. Okay. Mm. Clunky controls. <laughs> <laughs> so that why can you make a specific point in the cons section? Don't use B for jumping over things. <laughs> Um, and then 101 Ways to Die, which I saw a little bit of, and I thought looked quite interesting. There's a puzzle game um, next Friday. So there's a lot of... Oh, actually, quick, quick mentions, Trackmania Turbo, which comes out the following Friday, Friday the 25th, uh, which I have played the beta of, but I'm under NDA not to even talk about. You probably, I can't, probably yeah. can't even say I played the beta. <laughs> so, if it's anything like the PC version, I think it'd be a lot of fun. It's exactly like the PC version, except right. slightly less graphically impressive. Fantastic! So that I, that is the game releases for the next um, two weeks. I'm not sure I'll be picking any of those up. I think my focus will be on the division for the next week or so. Not even fancy Hitman for fifteen. I don't. I never really got on. The problem with Hitman is that it's. Stealth. Even more stealthy <laughs> yeah. than the division is. I'm struggling with that. Right. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I don't really get on with Hitman games. Excellent. Great to have you both on the show this week. Uh, any final words for our listeners? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So uh, good luck to everybody competing in the Ultimate Head-to-Head contest. Um, hopefully it goes as smoothly as we... We hope it will. Um, And we will see you all very soon, probably two weeks from now. Have a good one. Bye. See you later.